Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by Rachel O'Brien, comedian and host of the podcast, Be Here for a While. And we cover a lot, including honest advice for guys about their dating profile pictures, why being single is pretty awesome, why you should love your vagina and stop obsessing over how it looks already, how to be present during sex, and the best ways to meet people IRL in real life. All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can have an awesome time on our website because we've got such great content there. If I do say so myself, I'm not writing all the content. We've got amazing bloggers and sex experts and just regular people like all of us writing about their dating, relationships, sex experiences, reviewing toys. I just You guys are loving it all up. So if you do like one of the posts and you're happy with it, feel free to share with a friend. We love that. You can also easily follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. We do it all. It's at Sex with Emily. And you know what's a good time? We even are doing a lot of Instagram lives during the show. So people can like ask questions. We can interact. You can see all the fun things happening. We give away toys, you know, all the other great reasons to follow people on social media just to waste your life away exactly it's It's good for you it is fun it's it's good escapism i like it is i like looking at that stuff in moderation yeah in moderation so we learn how to still interact with people but you're right i find myself dozing my my, my, i fall asleep with my phone sometimes like nuzzled next to me and on on my pillow oh totally sweet yeah sometimes i've I've dropped my phone on my face before when i'm laying in bed like on yeah looking at things and i'm like well and then it hit me in the head and i should probably stop now yeah right then it's time right when you um, lose your um mobility Mm -hmm. um well that's my guest hi 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 rachel o'brien i'm excited that you're here she's comedian yes stand-up comedian stand-up comedian and funny like a successful working comedian, not just like I told some jokes, but she's like a successful comedian. She's got a successful podcast since you're all in the podcast world. Check it out. It's called Be Here for a While and it's in the top podcast comedy chart. So congratulations on that. It is not easy. There's a lot of podcasters, things happening in that world today. And she does stand up and she's also on Bravo's hit TV show, Vanderpump Rules. As a side note. Yeah. She's got a lot of stuff going on. I'm like a good background character on that show. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like a choice for you, right? You're yeah, like, no, yeah. it was a choice. Yeah. How did you, did you, were they like, oh, 
Okay, let's back up with your story. So you moved here from wow. Oregon, okay. Astoria, Oregon. It's a small town. You would not know it unless you've seen The Goonies. That's yes. the town. Okay, have you Got seen it? it? I did. Kindergarten I Cop. Okay, there's a yeah. few. Oh, there's okay. a few movies that were filmed there. Got it. That's all we have. Well, I went to college in Eugene at University of Oregon, and then I moved here, and then uh, yeah, and I started doing Vanderpump Rules a few years after okay. I lived here. But um, were you doing comedy? Like you were like I. That's my thing. Comedy. Um, I st- I moved here originally just to be an actor, and then I hated waiting for people to tell me yes. Like I just didn't like not having my job in like my own hands, and so then I went to screenwriting school at UCLA. Um, I got a grad degree in that, and I learned quickly I like to write comedies, and so then I wanted to get on stage and test out the jokes that I was writing and and all that, and then that's when I got hooked on stand-up. You were hooked. Yeah, and right. then, yeah, it got under my skin and I wanted to do it for the that's rest of my life. That's what happens. That they sound, it's like, it's like a drug, right? It, like it really all my is. comedian friends are like, I was hooked, that was yep. it. It's a weird feeling like you feel like you can't live without it or something. Right. Like you feel anxious not doing it. But there's some people that like get on stage, they do it and they're like, okay, that was cool. And then they're okay not doing it again or not, right. not doing it for a few months. But if you really get the feeling of like, I don't want to not do this, you're probably meant to be a stand-up. Right. So what is that feeling? Like, what is that? How did you know? Was it the first time you were up there? Were you like, oh. I just liked it. I don't know. I li- I liked getting the laughs. I liked creating something. Right. It's your own. It's like yeah. From your brain, validation, yeah. people connecting with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I liked connecting with the audience. A lot of my stuff is self-deprecating. And I feel like I liked making people feel comfortable about their own stories by telling embarrassing stuff that's happened to me. Right. Like, you really probably don't have a lot of secrets or there's things that you think I could never say that and then you say it and it's probably very freeing mm-hmm. yeah it's, like it's embarrassing you're like oh no but other people are going to feel this way yeah do you test your material with friends first or you just go up on stage and you're like I think this is funny my dude on stage usually there's a lot of times that I don't even have a plan like I'll have like a few ideas and then I'll go to like I won't do it like on a big show like a big show that I'm performing with like like the last one I did that was big was like with Judd Apatow, David Spade and like Ooh, cool God, people that I, I wanted to. Imp- yeah. You. And I just really wanted to impress them. So I'm going to do my A material. But if I'm on like a smaller show, I will just test random stuff out. I won't even have a plan. I'll just kind of like maybe have an idea. Right. And usually that's how you kind of come up with new bits. I want to just know your process real quick. Do you write down jokes? Do you talk into your phone? How do you do it? I write down ideas. And then I go on stage and I'll remember the way I said it usually. I'll record it, but I oftentimes don't listen to it right? back. I do that too. I've got like a whole thing of recordings. Yeah, but, no, but just, it's just like, it's painful to listen to yourself back though. It's like, oh God, I'm embarrassing. The whole thing. Yeah. What's it like being a female comic um, in LA? It's good. I used to not be bitter about it. I feel like I'm a little bitter recently and I, and I hoped not to stay that way. But I felt really grateful because I think a lot of times, you know, there'll be a lineup and they have to have a woman on it. So it's almost like an incentive to put a woman on the show. But at the same time, there's often times where like it's hard to get spots. It's hard as a woman. I don't don't know why. I feel like my favorite comics are like, I love women. Funny. We're funny. We're we're out there. So you think that it's more like who you know? It is a lot of who you know. That doesn't go as far as you would think because it can also be like you think like, okay, it's who you know, like. Unless they truly are your friend and they're not trying to maybe hook up with you or something, uh, it's who you know if if they're truly your friend. I guess right. that's helpful because then yeah, because a lot of comedy is someone bringing you on the road or booking you on a show. It's not really the comedy clubs that book that's you; it's true. more outside bookers and Someone's people like, that yeah that kind of bring you up. Can we talk about that for a minute? Because with everything going on right now in the world, with like all these sexual harassment cases. And I'm just wondering like what you just said. And I've been talking about this a little bit on the show and there's going to be a lot more to unpack over the next 
lifetime, a few months. Uh-huh. But I feel like that way too. Like I, when I started working, it was always like um, with men, for example, like I used to work in politics actually, mm-hmm. but does, I don't think it matters where you work, yeah. but there was these that things That sounds like a tough men. industry though. Yeah, right. Oh, it's so tough. There is this, well, do you want to sleep with me? Well, they probably do. It's a man. They want to sleep with you. But I know that I'll still have to take this lunch or do this thing. And I'm not going to sleep with them. It was kind of like that price is totally, business. Totally, totally get that. Is that how you felt? Like you just, you said I do it with everything in the entertainment industry. I feel that way where it's like, not even just with comedy, with just meetings with right? people. It's like, well, you want to believe them that they're just like interested in you for, and half the time it's like, even if someone makes a pass at you, it's like. I'd save a very hard time with trying to figure out if like, is it creepy or bad that they're doing it? Or are they just taking a shot because right. they're like every other human that exactly. just wants to Men and women. You seem, you seem like yeah. you're a beautiful woman. Like men are going to want to sleep with you. It doesn't mean that, you, that that's nice. It's a compliment. Yeah. But we can still do business together and put that aside. Totally. Right. That's, I've always been good at having like friends in the industry that don't do that. That's good to But have sometimes those. it happens. It, it, but you don't want to hate on them for it. They just, you know, they took I a know, shot. They, they drunk usually. Don't you have those guy friends like your yeah. best friends? But when mm-hmm. you're drunk, you want to say, yeah, you you're like, sleep oh, with me sometimes. Right, that's buddy. cute. Yeah. Or sometimes you kiss them. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That wasn't good. That's why we're friends. Um, are you dating now? What's, what do you think um, about you know, dating in I, LA? I've, I've been single for like a year. I've always had boyfriends up until this year. And okay. so I've been single for a full year now. I'm so oh. impressed because normally I, I'm always in like long term relationships. That's healthy. But I'm, I'm forcing myself to be single. Good and, for you. And it's fun. Yeah, I Even like fun? it a lot. Yeah, so I'm meeting just, a lot of cool people. Are you like, are you kind of like hooking up with people or you're just not in a relationship? I'm dating a lot. I feel like I don't get past the point of like two or three dates. It's like, okay, it's oh, like it's fun. Tiny. But I feel like I don't really get to know anyone. First of all, how do you meet them? Are you using the apps? Or yeah, you- well, I use, I'm not supposed to say the name of it, but oh, yeah. my friend got like kicked off of it by mentioning it once. Oh, okay. I've yeah. heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah. But you need someone to like recommend you to be on it. Yeah. But you're not like not supposed to talk about okay, it. Okay. Can we talk oh, about it after and you can recommend me maybe? Yeah. Okay. So, so you go in there and you, and you've met some, it's a celebrity app. Should we not talk yeah. about it? Okay. Um, well, no, it, but it's it's a combination of, of it's like, uh, I, I guess their angle is that it's supposed to be like creative types, but there's a mixture of like anywhere from photographers to celebrities to creative execs. I don't know. It's it's a it's a combination okay. of so things. So you go on the app. So that's how you mostly meet people. Yeah. You say. And I then, don't meet people out because I, I don't do say, anything other than comedy and I don't really, really want to date a comic. So You don't? Why don't you want to get, date a comic? Because then I, if it doesn't work out, then I have to see them in, my, in the oh, workplace. Right. That's bad. Well, what about we just all hang two comics the same together? Clubs? Like, are you all, like, do you feel like you're tormented? Like, I'm a tormented artist, but I'm not yeah. a comic. I feel like comics have this certain breed of like more neuroses or more challenges. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We're crazy. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm more normal than most seem like it, totally normal yeah but I, I mean i have to be <laughs> a little so weird probably. to be doing it yeah <laughs> so you don't want to date other comics so it's mostly yeah. online and although say, i think two comics could date they could right i think it could be healthy because but then maybe you'd be in competition i don't know right that's so awkward if you're with someone i would hate it to yeah. be competitive with someone that would be tough but hopefully you'd rise above are you that. single i am single yeah i mean i'm always dating yeah yeah never been in what's where are you meeting people i want to learn how to meet people not on an app i know i'm meeting people like in real life i where do you go i I know it's not that i even go out that i've gone to some conferences lately and i've met some people Mm -hmm. i go to just out with friends out to dinner um but how does someone approach you when you're at like a table at dinner i don't know i just talk to people i guess yeah there hasn't been to be honest so just like you said you took a year off i've taken about a year off of seriously a year and a half maybe now and I always had a boyfriend I was always in like a serial monogamous and I thought and this is the advice that I give everybody and I hadn't actually done it for this long as successfully and it's so true that 
when you break up with someone, it's the perfect time to really be alone with yourself. And like, mm-hmm. who am I without a partner in my life? Like, yeah. what do I like? What do I want? It's fun just to kind of date casually to see like what you're into, what you're not. Because otherwise, if you're going from one to the next, we then have no time know. to heal in between. Mm-hmm. We tend to heal our past relationship and our current one. So if the last guy was like a narcissistic business guy who had no time for you, whatever, abusive the next guy is going to be like all about you and we, we the pendulum totally. swings and then you're saying. like oh this guy is more about me and then you're like oh but he's got all these other problems so i feel like when you get the space yeah you step back and you can really think about yeah it. but i made people friends fix me up that seems like a good way that's a really good way and but I, then is it awkward if you don't end up liking them and then you have to like be around the friends and then you're embarrassed if like something didn't no, go right i feel like i feel like you get over it i feel like yeah. it's great to go tell all your friends that you're single like not like hey guess what calling them like I'm single but when you're out with them you don't might not think to tell them but if you see this extra line like I'm not dating and if you know anyone let me know because mm-hmm. in that moment they might not be able to think about it but that night the next day they could be like oh I've got someone for you it kind of works and you don't need a million dates yeah and I think it's kind of like the whole I feel like I mentioned to my friends all the time and no one set me up I don't know if maybe, maybe they're just like yeah Rachel's not for they're jealous anyone. no <laughs> no that's not true okay also saying yes to, to stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. That's like one of my best pieces of advice that always works because I'm very extroverted. I do mm-hmm. like going out, but I just so love my alone time too. Like when people mm-hmm. cancel, like my plans canceled tonight. I got so excited. I was like really excited to see my friend, God, but I'm like, I wish oh, I my to go plan home. would cancel tonight. No, it's the best thing I have ever. a dating update tonight. I'm you sure do? he's nice. I just am not, no, not no, it's in a the whole mood thing. right now right? to go. But well, I'll figure it out. I'll have drink enough that I'm going to enjoy it. Do you think? Okay, so what I was going to finish my one thing is that you say yes to all those weird invitations that mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally go to. That was my yeah. tip. Like you just like, okay, I'm going to go to this barbecue even if I don't want to. Okay, back to this. How can you tell, can you tell right away, like walking in this restaurant tonight, how much do you know about this guy ahead of time? Um, Not much, really. I did cold call him, which I think is like a little creepy for people because it's normally like via text. And then I was like, I like we forgot to respond to his texts and then I could tell he was getting insecure about it. And like, <sighs> and then I just forgot. And so I called him and his voice sounded pleasant. So at least there's that. I don't know. You can't tell till you see him, right? Do you think yeah. you know right away, like when you walk in, are you going to be like, um, no, I'm someone that someone can grow on me. Same. Yeah. Women are more can, like that. Yeah. Someone can grow on me because you never really know. Well, because we're not as um, visual as men. Like, uh, like I think a guy can be like, I don't like the what's happening, like looks wise, and then they can like write someone off. But someone could grow on me, yeah. even if they're not perfect looks wise. So true. Not about that. I'm like, if, yeah. do we connect? Are you smart? Like being like a sapiosexual. Yeah. Worry about their mind. What does that mean? It means like if you're attracted to someone's mind. Okay. I've been wondering what that meant. Yeah, it's a good word, right? Yeah. Like, oh, is it some kind of weird kinky thing? But it it's just like, means no. you're into someone's yeah. mind. I'm like, I'm more attracted to, I've always been that way. I've never been like the guy with the, I remember like in fourth grade, my friends had pictures of like, they would send these things of like all these posters and catalog pictures of guys they had crushes on and they loved and they'd be like I love this guy with at fourth grade I was like I've never in my life been attracted to someone just because of them yeah and I'm all set on abs brain, I don't need the abs I don't want the abs if you're spending more time at the gym than yeah. me like that's not interesting I don't, I don't need that at all it kind of bugs me a little bit I know Right. Or maybe it's just because I've never had abs, <laughs> but like, I just, I don't need someone to like be perfect. Like, I don't need all that. Right. It's pressure. Yeah. Right. I think that's good. You can rule out the abs. Can yeah. you say that in the apps? Like, no abs, please. Yeah. No smokers, no abs. Yeah. No smokers, no abs. I don't need a shirtless photo on any photo that you post <gasps> right. online. Can we tell this as a public service announcement to yeah. men? Let's talk about, I don't, I don't want to see a shirtless photo. I don't even want to see a tank. Yeah. Tank top. <laughs> tank. <laughs> like with your muscles. I just don't. Yeah. Guys do not know filters, and it's sweet because they 
I'm glad that they don't know as many yeah. filters, but they always have their earbuds on with the phone facing them. Ugh. Like in a weird, they take the selfie and or they're at the gym pumping. Iron. And it's so intense. When girls take selfies, it is intense. I can acknowledge it. But when guys do it, it's just kind of like, it makes me uncomfy a bit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, swipe if I see your body, which is, yeah. but here's the other thing. I don't want it. I don't also want to discourage those men because there probably are some women who would prefer to see what yeah. the body is. So, I think there's a way to trick it though, where it's like, it doesn't look so obvious. You're not like in the photo, like lifting right. up your shirt, showing your abs. Like, somehow do something athletic maybe in a photo so that we can kind of see it but it's not totally like spelled out yeah like the side boob but yeah right the male the equivalent of the male side boob, maybe the side ab Um, i'm encouraging manipulation a little bit but i I think it's It's good to see it but not so obvious that you like we're pumping and you love yourself more than (laughs) i could ever could you said that with the texting that this guy started getting a little bit weird about the texting or you were taking too long so let's yeah. talk about texting and all this stuff because I just sometimes I'm rushed, right? Again, I'm not, I'm a good, you know, I'm funny, it can be quippy, but sometimes, especially when you're juggling people or you're totally, planning, I'm just like, sometimes what you time? just want to write, ha ha. Right. Or, yeah, what time? Like, what's the plan? Yeah, I don't have time to be, I'll, yeah, I'll meet you in person and we'll figure it out then. Right. But even after though, then that's you meet him and you like him. It's a whole thing thinking about, you know, I don't know, do you play rules? Do you have rules around texting? Not rules, but like where you won't text back or double text. When I was first single, I was obsessed with reading all these like dating blog things. And I was like, I'm going to follow these and then someone will love me. And then I sort of realized (laughs) that just be yourself, I think eventually works out fine. You can only withstand that for so long, like the trying so hard. It's almost like people that go on like really extreme diets. They're like, I'm paleo. And it's like, okay, cool. You're going to do that for two months and then... Right. You're not going to be able to withstand that because it's not fun. Right, right. Exactly. So not fun. Just be yourself. Yeah. You go. So I was very intense about following rules and I kind of gave up on it. Right. I think I don't know good. if it's just because I gave up, but yeah. Like my friend, I didn't even know about these. Um, I know about them, but I would never think to follow them. And my friend was like, took my phone one day. This was years ago, but she's like, look at all, look how much he wrote and look how much you wrote with all your words and all the texting. And I'm like, what, what is that? I understand maybe it could be a little much, but I've got a lot to say. I talk a lot. So I don't know. I don't know. You'll know if you're being too much. I think someone will let you. I don't. Just be you. I feel like the right person will. Unless you're being a total psycho, which I'm sure you're not. I'm saying any of us. uh, I think you'll know if it's too much. You can read it if like the person isn't into it. So fine. What would be like a deal breaker? Is there anything a guy could do or has this happened where he texted you or you met him and you're like, nope, this will never work. I don't like laziness. Oh, I don't, I don't know why that bothers me so much. Lazy like they don't have a job or lazy they come over and watch Netflix for um, three days? If I can just vi- like figure it out on like the first date that they're just like lackadaisical with their work ethic or something. I don't know. That bothers me. No, I get reason. it. You want someone who's driven. Yeah. That makes total sense. I don't need them to be loaded, but I would prefer someone driven. On a path. Yeah. Yeah. No, like if they're still trying to figure it out or they're not sure. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to still figure it out, but they're motivated to figure it out. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, so what about in this single period you have now? Are you having sex are you fooling around are you yeah i i was more active of again with the first few months of being single and now not quite as much okay maybe i just got bored it just i don't know what do you do just you with friends i mean i still go on dates but like it just doesn't progress past oh yeah what do you think that is is it you not wanting the third date or they don't want the third date both it depends on the... I've had I've had many different scenarios. There's been many situations where the guy's been more into me than I've been into them. And, and there's been many situations where I'm more into the person or something weird happens. And I... Yeah. Yeah. That always happens. Yeah. Right. 
Like, do you have rules around that? Like, would you sleep with someone when you first met them? I don't think there should be a rule on that one. I think it can go both ways because I think girls think like, okay, you know, you should hold out because then they'll eventually like you more. But then there's also many cases where people have slept together on the first date and ended up together. I think I think it depends on what your intention is. I think if your intention is to hold out to get them to like you, if it's like almost a manipulative tactic, that's not going to work. But if you truly are just holding out because that's just who you are. Right. I think they'll appreciate that. And that's fine. Right. But also, if you feel like doing it on the first date, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Typically, yeah. I, I agree that if you are really feeling it and you're in your right mind, you're maybe not too drunk, because uh, that's sometimes we make bad choices around yeah. sex, that why not wait? Like, to me, that attraction, the arousal, that newness of meeting someone is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's getting all hot, you want like, well, just wait a little bit, see if I actually yeah. like you. And it's not just these. So you think you think people should wait? I think that if you can wait, you can mm-hmm. handle it. Why not wait? Why not stretch this out? Because so many women will report that, and I think men too, that that the teasing and the newness and the arousal and the initial attraction yeah, is actually just the hottest part. Than like, sure, having sex right away because you can't help it is great, but why not like see there's chemistry and like I'll totally. see you next week. Why not wait? Like, who's ever like, oh, I wish I didn't wait. And here's the other thing that's been frustrating me lately. I've heard from women who are like, if I slept with them, we'd probably still be together, or they're like afraid not to sleep with guys because they think that. That's like their duty or their job. It's yeah, not a lot of women, but some women. Feel I don't that think way. you're going to lose someone by not sleeping with them. I guess you risk more maybe by sleeping with them too soon than you do. Because yeah. like who who's I don't know. They're like oh well I thought you he, maybe he thinks that I'm prude. I don't know. This is just just I guess it depends on the intention. Though. Understand your body when you're ready. Yeah. all that stuff. I want to shout out to my amazing sponsors, and I have a great story about one. So you're a single woman. I'm yeah. a single woman. We live at home. We leave our house. We cook. Do you cook? I yeah, don't cook. I do. I was gonna say I don't cook, but you cook. Uh, I, I do. I try to. I, it's helpful to have, you know, <laughs> help. Yeah. HelloFresh. Yes. Do you know about HelloFresh? Totally. HelloFresh. Do you get HelloFresh? I actually, yes, I totally. I use HelloFresh all the okay. time. Okay. So I never have food at my house. People have heard heard me say this. I never have cooked. I realize that it's never going to happen where I'm going to actually go home and like whip up a meal. But HelloFresh sends you all the ingredients, as you know, so you have them. And I had a friend staying with me. I ordered us food ahead of time because I knew, even though I had the HelloFresh, I was like, I don't, I'm not going to make it right now. Usually I'll make it like if someone comes over and does it for me. But we ordered from one of these delivery services and they brought the wrong food and she was starving. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Because I literally, like if there was an earthquake, God forbid, you could not survive in my home. Like yeah. there's nothing. <laughs> like there's literally like not even like a, a, a stale cracker. Like this is true. Like Lark, the producer has been there and she's like, it's bad. I have like champagne and condiments. It's just not good. But <laughs> so I had HelloFresh and my friend was like, well, what do you have? And she opens up, she's like, you have this meal. And so we made Tex-Mex tilapia with cilantro, lime, couscous and green beans. That sounds delicious. I know. And we made it together. If you don't know, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that totally redefined the way I experience cooking. It's farm to box ingredients. They're so fresh, super easy to follow instructions. Every week they create an entirely new menu with recipes that you can cook in about 30 minutes. We cooked it in 25. It's I so easy. Paint. And you don't waste ingredients no, either because it's like bad. it's prepackaged ingredients. It's very easy. Exactly. It's like convenient step by step. Because in the past, when I thought, and I stopped this, when I used to think, I'm going to start cooking again, I'd go like, to Whole Foods or somewhere, and I'd buy a bunch of stuff, and then like in a week, it's yeah, all the like, ingredients I don't really are bad. I'm, doing I'm like, with why this? did I buy the celery? Yeah, what am I going to do with that? So they have two full-time dietitians reviewing every recipe to ensure they're nutritionally balanced, and everything is shipped 
to my door in recyclable packaging for less than $10 a meal. So you can cook for yourself, a date, a friend visiting, your family. So give HelloFresh a try. Sex with Emily listeners. You can cut $30 off your first week. I say just try it. You kind of have to see it. It's just so amazing. Yeah. They, like, literally, they're like, you need a pinch of salt. And they like give you the pinch. Yeah, it's, it's a pinch. It's, it's good like, packaging. It's very cute. The whole thing is so cute. Go to HelloFresh.com. Enter promo code SWE30. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket, Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there. So what about food? Are you beating for drink or for dinner? Um, I kind of want to come. It's not a plan. I just want to watch. Yeah, yeah, feel, like, feel free. Maybe <laughs> no, but you'll hit what it do you do? Drinks or dinner? What um, do you do? Normally you say drinks like on the first date, but like he chose Javier's as a place to go. That's okay. a new uh, Mexican place at Century City Mall. And so that sounds like dinner. It doesn't sound like a drinks thing, but yeah. I don't know. I right. mean, they'll be hungry. Yeah. I mean, I love a free meal. Yeah, who I mean? love a free- well, because you assume he's going to pay, which he Probably should probably. I don't know. But I'm happy to pay myself. Right. But I get it. That's good. I hope you love it. Now he's day. gonna listen to this podcast at some point and be like, Wow, she just wanted a free meal. I now I sound like a dick. No, but women okay, not everyone wants a free meal, but yeah. we go into it like I think it's a way of talking yourself yeah, into so it. So we're like, Okay, I don't want to put I have too high of expectations. Yeah. Force comes to worse, I had a good meal. Yeah. I met someone new. Yeah. Are you ultimately looking for like a long term relationship where you want like yeah. kids and family and stuff like that? I don't think about it that often, but I have really normal parents that have been married and I, I'd like something like that. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. I think you should have that. We have emails from the listeners. I want you to help me answer that. All right. But first, I'm going to ask you some quickie questions. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. What's your biggest turn on? Jesus. Oh, balls. Uh, confidence and drive. Biggest turn off? Laziness. <laughs> See, we already covered a lot of it. Yeah. Craziest place you've gotten busy. Got to think about this. There's got to be a good one somewhere. I don't. Come on, Rachel. Have a memory. How much vodka have you drank in your life that you can't yeah, remember this? Hard. I don't. I, I, Maybe not too there's crazy. There's got to be somewhere cool, but I don't know. I can't think of it. Maybe it's a bucket list. Yeah. I'm crazy. All right. So um, that's, what's that's the, the goal. Okay. So what's the one thing that you wish you could tell your uh, all future partners about your body's needs? Is there one thing you're like, I wish they touched my elbow? Um, I like I like manly men. I don't want anyone to be like too. I like you know I like people being like gentle with me, but I don't need like. I don't know. I'd, I'd like you want him to pick you up and throw you against yes, the wall sometimes. That'd be nice. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. See there. I hope he does listen. <laughs> I hope he throws you against the wall. Okay. Let's um, go into some emails. Okay. We're talking to Rachel O'Brien, BTW, and you got to check out her podcast. It's all on iTunes. It Thank is you. Be Here for a While. Well, how do you feel about podcasting? You've been doing it for how long? Year and a half almost. Okay. I and love it. Yeah. I've, you're good. I like it. It's funny. You got good guests. You're getting interviewed. It's like just rolls. It's funny, casual. I, yeah. I like it. I, I think it's a good way to meet people as well. And I don't know, like, I, I already feel like I'm connected with you now know, after this, after this. And I, I think it's a nice way to come in on your date stuff. Yeah, we'll yeah, make color fresh together. We're neighbors. <laughs> I know. I love it. 
It is good. Yeah. Well, good for you. You're doing well. Thank Success. you. Success. I love it. Okay, so we're going to talk about vaginas now. But wait, no, the first question is about nice vaginas. Nice segue. And vaginas. No, I kind of like the segue. It made me laugh. It's a good segue. Okay. If you have a question you want me to answer on the show, that's amazing. It's really easy to ask me a question. Just text Ask Emily one word to 797979. That's Ask Emily to 797979, and you receive a short form where you easily enter. Uh, your question, contact details, and then if you want me to call you, you just check the yes on the form. We do some call shows. Right? I call some of my listeners too. You do? It's fun, right? Yeah. If they like send me an email, they need some advice, and it's like a really long email. I'm like, I can't be bothered to respond to all of that. That's confusing, and I will just be like, send me your number, I'll call you, and I call them. That's so fun. That's good yeah. material, right? Mm-hmm. We do that too. Yeah. I love it. So you can um, ask a question also on the Sex with Emily website via the Ask Emily tab. As always, include your gender, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Okay, now on to vaginas. Hello, Emily. I'm a new listener, and I'm finding your podcast so inspirational, motivational, and empowering. I love it. You talk about how every vagina is different and beautiful. I don't like what mine looks like, and I've looked into procedures to change it. I watch porn. I know. I watch porn, and while I try not to compare myself and my vagina to what I'm seeing, it's hard not to. I've been seeing a new guy for six months now and things are pretty great except I'm totally in my head when he goes down on me. I'm constantly thinking about what my vagina looks like and comparing it to other vaginas that I haven't even seen. What can I do to get out of my own head to enjoy oral sex and feel comfortable with my vagina? Keep doing what you're doing, Gabby, 25, Iowa. Gabby. Gabby, you're fine. They were, they, guys are just excited to see a vagina. It's, exactly. And everything, someone's going to have a different preference on what they like, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure... You have different preference on different penises, but the yes. guys are just so happy to be doing things that they're not going to... Who's really looking that far into it? I know. Well, I'm so glad you're saying this because Gabby's 25 years old. Maybe the initial way she learned about sex is through porn. And mm-hmm. so the problem is there's a lot of women and men, but let's talk about the women for a minute, is that they're seeing these vaginas that are in porn and they think they all need to look that way. Now, remember, there's certain camera angles. It's not that every vagina like looks the same. Like They yeah. shave them. They put, they bleach. They do all these different things. And there's... They Every, probably edit them. There's probably the some vaginas. sort of Instagram they, filter where you can make them smaller or whatever. I'm vaginas. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Like, it's not even a real vagina, okay? <laughs> but first of all, so what you got to do, Gabby, is this really starts with you. I want you to learn to love it. Like, love, love, love your vagina because porn is just, it's okay. And I have no problem with you watching porn. I think it could be great to get, get inspired, get turned on, masturbate. But do your research, really. I mean, I want you to just, like, really do your research on your, first of all, on your own body and look around. There's some great sites, too. I don't have them on me, but, like, we you can actually look at all these different vaginas on the planet. There's every single woman is different like snowflakes. There's not any two vaginas that are the same. We, of course not. Yeah. It's your vagina and it works and it gives you pleasure. And additionally, it's not something you can change really. So you might as well accept whatever it is. Exactly. It's like, I'd like to be taller. That'd be fun. Yeah. But I can't really change that. It's not going to happen. Right. I can yeah. wear heels, but right. So your vagina is fine. And so she's got to get out of her head. And I really want you to like get to know your vagina, Gabby. And what I mean by that, this might be uncomfortable at first, but some of the greatest tools for self-confidence in and out of the bedroom that I can give to women and that I share with women is that you really have to learn your own body and what makes you feel good. And that is like self-love, masturbation. And it doesn't come easy for a lot of women. Like not only masturbation, like we're busy, we're not into the mood, but even finding like your own orgasms and we expect like our partners to come in and just know everything about our bodies. Mm -hmm. But once you really master it, you become a master of your own body and you'll be like, I've got this amazing machine in my body and I love it. I'm not sure how your sex is or what you're doing, but it sounds like 
Gabby, she's not comfortable with them going down on her. She's in her head. Yeah. So the more that you it also look get at, comfortable, get with comfortable with it, with it you're going to feel better. Yeah. And look in the mirror. I know this is, you're all going to like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Take a mirror when you're masturbating, set the light. You should also really like set the atmosphere for yourself. Candles, music, whatever you do when you're getting into your routine, your, your masturbation routine or your self-love routine. And like, take a look at it. And you could at first be like, oh, uh, women are weird looking at, mm-hmm. looking at it. But you could be like, wow, it's really beautiful. Like, let me look at like the lips and the labia and when I touch it in these different places, that turns me on. Or your clitoris, you can notice it. It's like hidden underneath the hood for some women. And just everybody's different. So I think that you don't know this body. I feel like you're disconnected like a lot of women mm-hmm. are, Gabby. And once you just really learn to like embrace it, you're going you're gonna to feel better about it. I would it. also add one note to yes. that I've heard a lot of girls say that they feel like they have to, because I think it's because they are self-conscious, they have to perform more in bed and I think that that takes you out of the moment because you're just like I hope I look cool right Right. now or I hope I'm doing the right thing and I think that it's probably more enjoyable if you're just enjoying exactly like if you're just present such a good point that is a great point in fact enthusiasm so when I ask this to men to these questions like what do you love like the number one thing like women a lot of women say confidence it's like enthusiasm so Mm. when you are in your body and you're feeling it and he's going down on you or whatever you're, you're having sex and you are so like in the moment you're not in your head but you're feeling your body you're feeling connection to your partner that is the biggest turn on and it's a feedback loop so you're going to get more turned on because he's going to be turned on because he knows that you're not like sitting there frozen like mm-hmm. is he looking at my large labia yeah. or whatever it is that you're in the moment and it's yeah. hard sometimes we're all in our heads but it is true that women sometimes mimic what they see in porn and they're like thinking that I need to moan that way or move that way and yeah. no you, you do you there's no right way to you need a sex. stiff cocktail and just tend to <laughs> have, have a good time. Exactly. Okay. Hey, Emily, I've been listening to your show for a few months and I can't get enough. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years and couldn't be happier. Our sex life is beyond awesome and we're both very adventurous. There's just one thing. My partner has pretty severe ADHD. Sometimes he'll get impatient or impulsive and cut the foreplay short. His heart is in the right place, and I know he truly wants to give me everything I need, but the tendency to get right to it is starting to bother me. I've communicated politely that I want more foreplay, and he's trying, but he still has a tendency to lose focus and jump straight to intercourse. Any mechanisms or advice to help him focus in the bedroom? Thank you, Jen, 21, New York. So I first read this the other day and we were prepping. I'm like, okay, AD. And I'm reading it going, no, no, honey, he's just a man. He's just a young man who's not, I mean, maybe it's ADD, but most guys... Who are having sex for you know early on? They don't know they haven't listened to the show yet. Twenty one. Oh, he's young. They don't know that you require foreplay. That it's not a suggestion. Like you need to be warmed up. So they just jump right to your your pants. Mm -hmm. Like right? Is this your biggest bummer when guys like they don't even? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. you're like, what happened to my boobs? Yeah. Can we like just take a pit stop and like yeah. play with my breasts? <laughs> grab and a boob. Grab a boob for a second, like yeah. more than a second. Yeah. But like, I don't have to perfunctory, like, oh, I kiss your neck, kiss your, the pants come off. So yeah. I believe that he is, um, I'm guessing it's the age thing. I think it's the age thing too, although gotta be honest, this is for sure the age thing, but unfortunately some men never learn this lesson. And I want you guys listening right now who are going, oh, I don't do that. I know you're listening. <laughs> I want you to really think about it. Like, how much time did you really spend on board? And I don't mean like, oh, I went down on her for three minutes. Because yeah. like that literally doesn't count. Yeah. You could have gone out and got me a glass of water, maybe a snack in three minutes. Like that would have been more effective than a three minute oral yeah. licking or something. So I feel that my number one sex tip always to men is just to slow everything down. And so I believe that he just doesn't know. So yeah. I feel like you got to tell him, babe, I love having sex And are with they you. rushed or something? Because that, that could be it too. I don't know. No, here's what happens. I think that for a lot of men young men that they are so 
this is my theory, that they're so excited to be having sex that mm-hmm. it's taken them a long while to get there. A lot of women shut them down and when they think the door's open, they're like, they're it's like, like when the garage is closing the yeah. and you're running out before you know the they opener. Their mind. Like, yeah, I gotta go in, gotta go in, it's gonna close, it's closing, gotta go in. And I feel like they, they don't know like that's if they don't get in quickly. Theory. Yeah, I think it's kind of true. And God, you should do stand-up and use that because that's a great joke. I have um, some stand-up sex jokes. I do. I've always thought it'd be fun. It's actually really, it's probably true and very funny. I really, I, part of me, because what I do is like the way I tell, yeah, anyway, yeah. we'll talk about stand-up. I'll help people talk podcasting and stand-up. But I do think it's like, no, no, like I want to have, you know, I want to. Like, I want to get this in, and I just feel like they don't... It's education. Yeah. And I don't think it's ADD. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. I think it's... Yeah, I think yeah. your theory's right. Yeah, and you got to tell them, too, again, that... Um, here's the other thing when we take... To Cut them a break, I guess. I don't... I don't... Don't be harsh. Yeah. Because you could tell a guy one thing, and women, one time, like... That sucked, or you didn't go down to me, right? And they like literally in their forties are like this one woman when I was twenty two said this thing. So you really want to be kind, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's a horrible sex. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, babe, I like having sex with you. You're great, and I just think it's really hot when we make out for a while before yeah. we have sex, and you touch my nipples. You're or smart my to phrase it like that. I, I've I've read that kind of thing before. If you phrase it in a way that it like if you're not like demanding something of someone or telling them they're doing yes. something wrong, that's what shuts people down. I think exactly. phrase it in a way like, hey, I really like when we make out for a long time and maybe that triggers like, oh, she'd like me to do that more instead of like, you never make out with me for a long time before we hook up. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Not that, like, not that I've ever been able to successfully accomplish no, being it's nice hard. like that, but it's hard. But it's, it's like, you're yeah. not, it's, it's, it's a compliment sandwich. So yeah. you're like, I love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That feels so great when we make out for 10 minutes. And I thought, Maybe next time we have sex, we could we could make out and like you could slowly take off my clothes. Yeah, boom, he knows. And then every time he does that, you're like, that was felt really great tonight mm-hmm. when you positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. Again, not that I've ever been able to do that normally. So I think learning. I'm more of a yeller, but right. <laughs> Hence, no third date. But tonight's gonna be so different. God, you're learning. This is gonna be great. Will you call me after? I, <laughs> I hope so. Can we have another email? Hey, Emily, I'm a new listener and I love your show. I'm having some boyfriend and post breakup issues and thought you could help. After breaking up a few months ago with my boyfriend of four years, we both slept with one person each. Yes, we're that annoying post-breakup couple that still tells each other everything. During the break, he started improving the things that made me unhappy, like working on his health, body, and motivation. We recently started hanging out again. Things progressed, and we've decided to give it another go and make it official. Right after this, I think I made a huge mistake. My boyfriend went out of town, I went to drinks with work friends and ended up drinking a lot and hooking up with a bartender who was friends with my work group. I feel really bad about what I did and I'm grappling with whether or not I should tell my boyfriend I know he would end it with me. Thanks, Allie, 24, Las Vegas. So they broke up and got back together Like six, right Yeah, they broke up, got back together. They started hanging out again. They decided to give it a go and he went out of town like the next day okay. and she hooked up with a guy. And she's asking if she should tell him? Yeah. I don't think you should. Yeah, that one's tough. It, de- <laughs> it depends on it depends on if it's going to hurt him more than... Like, like if you're a person that's going to do that often, probably tell them so they know that they're with someone that's a bad person. Right. <laughs> or but, is that honest? Right. But that one's tough. If it's a one-time thing and it seems right. like there was a gray area, it's like, why would you just hurt someone's feelings? I've always thought that like... I mean, I prefer to people to be honest, but like if it's something I don't need to know about and it's not you're not a serial killer and a terrible person exactly. and like a cheater, I, maybe if there's gray area, I don't need to know. Right. 
I think so too. I feel like this one-off experience, not like you had an affair, like a love affair with some guy going ongoing for a few months. It was a one-off thing. You were drunk at a bar. You guys just got back together. And so I think it would hurt him more and he would never be able to get over that. And I know that people might, I don't care, disagree with me. And I'm saying this is a one-off thing and it's fine. As long as you, um, Allie, like take a good look at yourself. Are you ready to get back with this guy? Like maybe, you know, you actually, I know he's making all these improvements as you know, our exes always look great when we break up with them. But are you really ready? Do you think maybe she's not? I don't know. You were drunk with some friends. It just happened. Like nothing just happens. I mean, you must have known you were out. And so I'm just saying, I don't think that you necessarily need to tell him, but I think that you should... Smart take point, a Emily. Yeah, take a look at this and see, do I really want to get back together with him? You can move slow. Mm-hmm. Like you said that you guys said you're giving it a go again. Why don't you like casually kind of just see each other once a week and build up to it? Mm-hmm. So this might be a Because that could be, a, yeah, it could be a telling point that maybe yeah. you, it was too soon. Exactly. Very smart, Emily. Yeah, I thank didn't you, think honey. of that. That's what I do here. We do advice. Okay, we got one more. Hi, Emily. My sister's best friend and myself are both mutually interested in each other and I want to take our relationship to the next level. She is a child and says she doesn't want a formal relationship. Further, she feels that doing anything with me would mean she's going behind my sister's back. How do I introduce her to the idea of just being friends who casually have sex? Do I just come out and say it? Do you think I should share my feelings with my sister? Thank you, Gilbert, 28 San Francisco. Oh, Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert. You think by telling this woman that you just want to be casual, FWBs, that your sister's going to be cool. Either way. Oh, that's hilarious. Gilbert, you're, you're a nice kid, but that's right. not, oh, no. I don't know how you approach that. No. Like, here's the thing. She has a child who's in a relationship. Well, here's the thing. She has a child and she doesn't want a formal relationship and she feels doing anything. Why can't you tell your sister? I don't understand. It's your sister's best friend. If it's your sister Are and her best friend, I'm assuming you get along that she'd be like, cool. Does, uh, go do at it feel, with my brother. Yeah, do we feel like she needs a, like a side piece or right. is, I don't know what he's sensing that what? it can be like a friends with benefits because thing. She, right. Because she said she's not looking for a formal relationship. And so he can't you just start so, dating her and just say like Let's Gilbert? See I need more info. Are you are you right. in like in love with her and you're trying to date her and you're just casually sending this email trying to say hey like I could start with just being you know yeah. the friends with benefits thing. Well, she thinks or, I think I don't know. I don't know either. We need more information because he's saying that she doesn't want a relationship and she thinks it's going behind the sister's back. And he's like, well, let's just be friends up with benefits. Should I tell my sister? I think yes. Tell the sister. She could additionally just be making excuses because she's not interested. That's a good point, know. too. She might not be into you either. We don't know. We don't know. Gilbert, we, we need more info. Yeah. Gilbert, I would say don't trip. I th- I'd say be honest with your sister. Like, honesty is always the best policy. You think your sister probably already doesn't know. She probably already does. And why would your sister care? Right. Doesn't she want her brother and her friend to be happy? Yeah, her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be psyched, maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Why not? Here's my issue. Have you had this in, in the dating world here, Rachel, that... Okay, I'm cool with casual sex. I've mm-hmm. done a lot of different variations of relationships, yeah. committed, open, FWB. Yeah. But there's something What's to FWB like... What's FWB mean? Friends with benefits. Oh, got it. There's something to leading up with it. Like, hey, when you see him, like, let's just... Let's set the parameters for what we're going to be before we even know each other. Yes, I think, if, I think that's, that's discouraging. It is and, discouraging. It's like, yeah. there could be something more or less. We don't know yet, but... Why would you just say friends with benefits when you're not even really friends yet? And yeah. why would you even try to like truncate the whole thing? Like let it unfold. Yeah, you don't know yet. Unless we don't know how close they are. It doesn't sound like. I know. People don't talk I've enough. done a, an awkward like word vomit thing twice, I think now, uh, <laughs> since I've been single, where 
someone wants to hook up with me too early on and I'll just be like, all right, fine, I guess that's, we'll probably never see each other again, but sure. Like, it's just like a, a weird thing. Like, and do you say that to them? And then yes, what do they I do? do. And, and it's weird. Um, I think it is strange for them. And, and, and because you're not into them or cause you're just kind of, cause, cause pre- I'm thinking like, ah, uh, if I hook up with someone too soon, they're probably never going to talk to me again. So then I just weirdly blurt something out like that. Right. So, so it's kind of like sabotaging in a way or saying like, yeah, so I guess I might be guilty of that. Right. Although it usually did extend for a long time. There are people I hung out with yeah. for a while after that. But don't set yourself up for the same right. you know, mistakes I have guilty. <laughs> We've all done it. Yeah. I've done it too. I've been like, what is this going to mean? Are you seeing other people? Like, does this mean yeah. that we just met? It could be a bad thing. And then I just realized that I just tried to, I don't think that anybody knows. Yeah. So I feel like, Nobody knows how we're going to feel about someone we just meet them. So yeah. to start saying like, I feel like I can't do this or that with you. Or, you know, I think we intellectualize someone and we think, okay, well, it can't work because you live in Venice and yeah. I live over here. Or, it can't work because of this. It's or like, let you can only decide. Be- well, like, just yeah, let it, it flow. Yeah. Don't try to set all these parameters and name Actually, it before you even Yeah, I had someone recently it. who we had a very good connection on the first date. Second date, like really good connection. And we didn't hook up or anything, but like, and we kissed very good second date like halfway through the date he all of a sudden blurted out like I really need to take things slow and I was so offended I was like did I tell you I wanted to take them fast right like it's weird I think to put parameters on something before it's anything yeah you're like you mean we shouldn't order dessert yet like what are you talking about yeah I didn't did I tell you I wanted what indication did I give you that made you think that like it's just weird it is weird and I think though that some people say this men and women would say this because maybe they've gotten hurt in the past and Mm -hmm. someone should really start setting boundaries so what I also want to say is that actions speak louder than words so sometimes people could say I'm not looking for a relationship Mm -hmm. or let's take it slow because they're trying to protect themselves maybe in the past they jump in too quickly and that when you're actually with someone, other things can happen. Once you guys get together and the chemistry and your connection, you have no way of knowing. Maybe yeah. you thought you never wanted a relationship and who knows? This is your this yeah. is the one. So I think that we all are just in our heads a lot trying to figure people out when we don't haven't actually experienced them yet. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. That's Agreed. what we all think. Right, Rachel? That's what we got time for. This was fun. This was very fun. I know. Um, any questions for me? Any sex questions come up while we're here like that you've got or dating? Cause Do I I'm have a girl. any dating questions? Um... I mean the one that last one was weird, but I I, I didn't handle it well. The whole but, when he said it thing, I, but you, he, I was you very offended. Seeing him again, right? I did not see him again because okay. I didn't handle it well. But I don't know how I was supposed to handle what happened? it. I didn't get like mad. I was just very like confused and like I don't. Oh, because he said let's slow this down. Yeah, but here's the thing: maybe but we weren't. Nothing was ha- like <laughs> I like, slow. We're just down. literally sitting next to each other at a bar, and he like was holding my hand and said it, and I was just I was yeah. It was like someone told him that like you need to set boundaries. That's what it was. Yeah. But here's the other thing I would say: then maybe you think you handled it wrong. I think we're afraid of being hurt. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have abandonment issues. You know, we want like things to be certain, and if they're not, we just hold our hearts we, we really don't we don't want to be vulnerable yeah so in that moment you were like whoa I'm done and I would I'm sure many people have done the same thing yeah. like what are you talking about buddy like fine take it slow you think that yeah. you get to decide this but I think that we all what we also do is we jump to conclusions and we we assume things yeah so right now it's like maybe he wouldn't even realize that he was saying it out of this other place like maybe his buddy said to him or his therapist I just hear that I know this yeah. like set boundaries and mm-hmm. it wasn't even about that but we have these reactions so I never think it's too soon in a relationship to like even if you're out to dinner be like what did you mean by that like because I think yeah. we think you can't or there's a certain time but in the moment something's weird you could be like I'm confused by that because we're yeah. just sitting here 
it might have been for an inter- interesting conversation rather yeah. than just letting it go. So maybe next time you're just like, weird question. I'm not going to ignore it. Yeah. Or, or I'm having... Jo- well, I'm no, having, I, I didn't no, ignore it. question. Oh, right. Well, what you said, you said, I just, okay, I, fine. You're I got like, really awkward about it. I was like a little drunk, so I'm not, I can't quite remember exactly what I said, but I remember it being very awkward. Right. Like, I just remember being well, like, I was so taken aback, I didn't know I was... Like you'd be lucky if this. Yeah, probably, right? no, probably something it, annoying like that. I yeah. get triggered like that too, and then you find that most people don't even know what the hell they're saying. They're yeah, just trying to protect, we're all trying to protect our hearts. Yeah, dating is not easy. It's not we're easy. All the best. I know, but you're smart, beautiful. Thank you. So are you? Funny. Thank you. It's all gonna work out <laughs> tonight, maybe even. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what you'll do tonight. That will be different yeah. from this. Maybe there'll be something you heard today. But we're gonna get you some sex toys. You have never used one. No. Nope. Do you masturbate? Not really. Okay. Like, uh, Okay, so this will be, this will be interesting for you. I think you're gonna have a good time yeah. because it, I think women, the more orgasms we have, the better we feel. It's true. Yeah. Our mind, our mood. Like you're like, oh, creatively. Yeah, totally. We're gonna get you some orgasms in a box before you go. Okay, Rachel O'Brien Comedy dot com, but it's R A C H A E L, and my is, Twitter and Instagram is Rachel N O'Brien. Okay, Rachel so N O'Brien. My middle initials in there. It reads like Rachel N O'Brien. Okay, got it. Rachel yeah. No Brian. Yeah. And her podcast. Be here for a while. Check out her podcast. It's Thank good times. You. Appreciate it. And, um, I gotta have you on mine. I would love to come on your podcast. I would love that. Let's do that. 100%. We'll talk sex. It'll be fun. We'll talk whatever. I already see this happening. Like okay, it. everyone, check it out. And all your information will be on the podcast on the um, show notes. So, yeah. Thank you for Thanks to my amazing me. team. Thank you for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I want to share an email I got from a listener. Dear Emily, thank you for introducing me to the intensity. After having my baby, I gave it a try to help with a few issues I was experiencing down there. Although I've only been using it for a few months now, there's a wow factor improvement. It fixed the accidental peeing thing, but I swear my sex drive has never been higher. My husband thinks I'm a different person. Thank you and please thank the people at Intensity for me. Renee, 37, Ohio. I hear this all the time because the intensity just works. It uses gentle electrostimulation to deliver an extremely effective Kegel workout. Because it's also a vibrator, this product brings you to orgasm while you're using it. And it increases the strength, frequency, and you guessed it, intensity of all your orgasms after regular use. Like Renee, I've been using mine for over a year now, and the results have been life-changing. To experience it for yourself, click on the intensity banner on my website or visit pourmoi.com Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily.